Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Real Talk About Real Estate, presented by DeBrew Realty in Mansfield, Texas. Your host is Susan DeBrew. I'm your co-host, Steve Pixler. We're talking about all things real estate. Now, in this episode, we are wrapping up a series we've been doing on why you should hire a realtor. This one, we're going to sort of tie up some loose ends, just kind of catch hold of some of the things we have hinted at and talked about a bit, and just make sure that you have a well-rounded view of why it matters. So, Susan, let's talk a little bit about discount brokers, oh, discount yes. agents. Yes. That's a big deal. It, it is, especially in today's world, because you see so many advertisements out there. Yeah. We'll sell your house for 1%. And, and so um, I will often get the question, will I, would I do, would I do it on a discount? Would I offer my services on a discount? And I am not a discount broker. Yeah. Um, and let me explain why. Number one, like when you understand all that we do and how hard it is and how long of a process it is, like we, we're not making zillions of dollars. I mean, yeah. there's times where I'll joke and I was like, I think I made 25 cents an hour on that deal. And I know that there are some deals that um, can can be excruciating. They can take a long time, like many, yeah. many hours a day, you know, many weeks in a row. And um, we just don't know on the front side which deals are going to be easy and which deals are going to be more complicated. Right. There's not a crystal ball. Yeah. There's no way that I can know going in that, oh, there was title issues on that one and everybody thought it was fine, right? Or, or that there was things that came up in the inspection report that mm-hmm. we didn't expect or the seller or the buyer ended up going through um, challenges that we were able, needed to, to really work hard to overcome. But that's why you hired an agent, right? Yeah. Yeah. I can't tell you, there's an, uh, so many times when things get really rough with my agents, I'll tell them, this is why we make the money we make, right? Yeah. This is not an easy job. Right. And if it was an easy job, anybody could do it. Right. And it's not. And so why would I not offer my uh, services on a discount basis when ultimately my whole goal is to help people, yeah. right? And my whole goal is to help people maximize their bottom line and to to protect them in the process. But there's a lot of times that, you know, if I just take, if I take a discount, like I'm, I'm not making enough to pay my bills. And mm-hmm. so that's not helping anybody if I go out of business. Yeah. But number two, honestly, like you're hiring me for my negotiation skills. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so if, if you're going to, if you want me to take a two thirds pay cut or even a one third pay cut, just because you asked, don't hire me. Right. <laughs> because if I can't manage my right. own money, right. right don't trust me to manage yours when I don't even have as much at stake. Right. And so the companies that are out there, the big companies that say, Hey, we'll sell your house for 1%, you know, um, beware. Not only are they not really 1% because they're still paying the buyer agent 3%. -hmm. So they're, they're actually just saying, well, it's 1% on the list side, on the sell side, but it's still 3% on the buy side. Mm-hmm. And so it's not 1%, it's 4%. And what happens to that other 2%? Mm. Like, number one, make sure there's no hidden fees, mm-hmm. which sometimes they'll roll in there. And <clears throat> if there isn't hidden fees, then what they've done is they're making up for it in high volume. Mm-hmm. And so that person that's assigned to you is an agent who isn't actually like the advocate who's there for you. They're there for a hundred people, right? And it's a big machine. 
And so you're not actually getting the same level of customer service or expertise. Yeah. Um, somebody who really can evaluate your situation like you would with a, what I would call a full service agent. Yeah. And I think the one thing that stands out to me that I hear you say often is, you know, if you were going to trial, yes. you, you're going to hire an attorney that's the best. Yeah. It's not time to start pinching your pennies. Right. It's time to get the best because you want the right outcome. That's true. You know, yeah. and it, when there's a lot at stake, that's when you that's when you want somebody who really is an expert in their field and not an ambulance chaser that's just the cheapest lawyer on the block. Right. And the same is true with your house. Like if you're buying the cheapest real estate agent out there, you might not save as much money in the long run and you could end up with more issues. And so I'm not saying all of them are bad. So please don't hear me. I'm just saying like, it's not wise yeah. to often try to be penny, penny wise on the front side, but dollar foolish on the backside. And yeah. you really want somebody who can negotiate for you and who has the ability and the time to really help you. Because if you have an agent who has a hundred files on their desk, whew, like they're not paying attention to your details. Yeah. They can't. Yeah. And so you often say that uh, agents are MCs, that we're mm -hmm. kind of helping direct the process yes. all the way through. And we yeah. bring the, you know, we bring the inspector on stage and we yeah. bring this one on stage mm -hmm. and, we, and we're kind of directing the overall process. One of the things that happens in that process that you've talked about in some of our previous episodes is how we vet people. Oh, yeah. So what advantage to the seller is having someone vet who's coming in the house. So, yeah. So not only are we not allowing the inspectors or appraisers in the house who aren't licensed, right? Um, we're, we're not letting anyone in the house who's not accompanied by an, a licensed individual. And that's particularly important during the showing phase mm -hmm. because um, in today's world, people can be have oh, bad motives, right? Mm -hmm. They could actually be casing your house mm -hmm. to see what you have in it. Um, both possessions and, and sadly people. Mm -hmm. And so we will not allow anyone to have access to your home unless they're accompanied by a, not just a licensed agent, but a licensed agent who's in good standing with the board. Mm -hmm. And so we actually hire a service for us. It's called the sh uh, showing, uh, showing Time. It used to be Centralized Showing Service. They mm -hmm. recently got bought out. But Showing Time, will, like if I, if I get in trouble today, if I don't pay my dues with the uh, board of realtors today my ability to show the house is turned off today yeah. like we don't play mm -hmm. because to allow people into your home is so serious mm. and that's this one thing a seller absolutely cannot do for themselves is they cannot vet people coming through that door yeah. and the only way to do that is to have an agent vet the buyer first of all with a prequal letter mm-hmm so if the buyer has worked with a lender, they are the lender has their um, social security number, their driver's license, they've pulled their credit. We know before we walk into that house with that buyer that they have the capacity and the ability to buy, mm -hmm. and we have all of their information. So mm -hmm. they're not in there just to, to, to case the house, right? Yeah. And then the agent walking in with them is fully licensed, and they know how to watch out for you know somebody who maybe they have they brought a family member with them who's wandering off into another room. Well, we're going to wander off with them. Right. And honestly, the safety is a really big deal. Yeah. yeah it's it a really very is. big deal. And yeah. so I actually have a sad story yeah. in that regard. I, um, I had to let go one of my agents who I absolutely adored. I adore this. I still do. I adore this woman. And, um, but 
in our world, like to let someone in the home before you vet them is mm. so risky. It's yeah. such a liability that I would never want to, to be a for sale by owner or something because honestly, like it's just foolish. And so because of that, if nothing else, there's a lot of reasons, mm-hmm. um, both money and convenience and all that. But honestly, the, the bottom line is is the protection of your, your, your persons and your property and your home. Like even if it's a vacant house, like I still wouldn't let people just go in there willy nilly because, you know, the, even some of those companies that let you in on your own, like they have to shut the, the places down at three o'clock on some weekends and holidays because they'll have people go in and start camping out yeah. in the house, you know, yeah. or they'll like try to like, you know, stake a claim and not move. And it's just the world that we live in is a little crazy. One of my earliest memories as about a five or six year old boy was we were moving out of our house and a woman came by and told my dad, oh, I want to look through the house because I'm interested in buying. And so he's, oh, sure, fine. Didn't think anything of it. You know, so she walks through the house when she leaves later. She had stolen all the telephones. What? And why the telephones? Wow. But anyway, so this would have been 1975 or 6, somewhere around there. Wow. Yeah, she stole the televolts. And that's a big deal. And so as as a little boy, that memory is like burned in my head, you know. I didn't know that story. That's really interesting. (laughs) But there again, my dad. But that just proves the point, right? He let someone in that he didn't know. He he was just being nice. And that's what we don't think anything of it, right? They seem so nice. You know, know, sometimes I think we we mischaracterize what a criminal looks like, right? (laughs) They don't all look like, you know, the big biker dude with the tattoos and (laughs) the leather and the skulls. (laughs) um, They can can look like you and me. And, um, And some of the other guys that look like that are just as sweet as can be so we right. can't well let's make sure we don't want to make them mad today. no we don't no, want to no, offend no. Want... My, my husband actually like if he put on leathers he probably would look like that you know and he's a teddy bear and yeah, as honest right. as the day is long so let's not get on the bad side of hell's angels here while let's we're not let's just say you know we're an equal opportunity shower but we're going to vet you first exactly right right and, and the agents themselves have to go through background checks and fingerprinting yes. and all that. So, you, yeah. you know, a criminal can't go get a, a real estate license and use this as a ploy to get into right. people's homes. No, right. the, we're, the Texas Real Estate Commission, it takes protecting the public very seriously. And this agent that I let go, who I adored, I had to let her go because she was sick one day and she had a, a seller who was desperate, you know, had been trying to sell her house on her own, couldn't do it, hired my agent. And my when, uh, the day my agent was sick, a gentleman wanted to see the house. And so she connected the two of them together. And the gentleman went in the house and looked at the house with the seller present. And and all uh, luckily, nothing happened. Like, yeah. luckily, everything was fine. But what if it wasn't? Yeah. Like that is such a serious violation mm. of our of our fiduciary responsibility to mm. look after that seller's best interest. Yeah. And it's not just looking after the the details in the contract, although yeah. that's a big part of it. But it's actually about protecting the person. Yeah. And so, yeah, vetting people is a really big deal. Also, um, buying and selling a home; these are huge purchases. Most mm-hmm. for most people, the biggest the biggest purchase of their life. Yes. And so, so there's a lot of emotion involved, mm-hmm. and there is particularly a seller. They're attached to the home. Yes. This is where they raise their children, and, yes. and so they're very attached. And there's a lot of emotions going through. There's mm-hmm. a lot of back and forth in the negotiation. You've got these maybe an offer that seems a little in, insulting. How dare you? And so, helping manage mm-hmm. emotions through that process. 
Uh, how can an agent help with that? Well, number one, they can come to the table with a lot of experience of what, what we should expect, mm-hmm. what would be normal or customary under these circumstances, meaning for this age home, this condition, this mm-hmm. price point, all of that. Like we help each side understand that they're not being taken advantage of or if they are being taken advantage of we're we're stepping in going don't agree to that like that's ridiculous like they're trying to take advantage of you and so when when emotions go high people can tend to react without logic because emotions sometimes can war against logic and so we come in with experience and knowledge that can help them understand oh this is okay or oh this is not okay and even if it's not okay to say you know they're just not maybe they're not being counseled well or maybe they're insisting on it that they don't understand and so we're not going to react you know or overreact negatively we're just simply going to counter and just say so thank you for the that you know that request but you know we're not going to do that but we would do this mm-hmm. and so we're able to you know squell all of those high emotions and get them down to at the end of the day we want everybody to be happy yeah. we're just our job is to look after our client the other the other person has an agent to look after them. And there's just some value in creating that that second layer of distance between in the negotiations oh, yeah. so that the owner is not the one actually having to be right on the front lines yeah. of of that back and forth. Yeah. And so the agent gets to represent them in the negotiations. Mm-hmm. It does actually depersonalize it a bit and it take does. some of the sting it does. out of some of those negotiations. Especially like I, I had a, a deal recently where the buyer was insisting on the seller removing this decorative tin that they had put on their porch. Uh-huh. And they put it on there because they loved it. And they spent money and hard work putting it up. And part of the the, uh, repair request was that they take it down. And although my my, um, sellers handled that very well, a lot of sellers get highly offended that they didn't appreciate what you had done. And so those are just, there's a thousand stories of just how people can become so emotionally attached. And if they feel, even if they're not being taken advantage of, if they feel like they are, they'll make bad decisions. Yeah, the last home that I sold, just a very small example of that, we had built a big fort in the backyard for my for my boys, my kids. Yes. And when the buyer, they wanted it taken down. Mm-hmm. And that was so hard on my kids, Nicholas and Christopher, oh, watching that fort come yeah. down in the backyard. Yeah. And we, of course, we did it. But yeah. we did have to manage, even from our children, we had to manage the, the emotions, emotions of all yeah. the memories they had in that fort. Right. And, <laughs> and the agent may have been able to say, well... How much would it be worth not to have to go through the pain? And you could say and and offer the buyer back. Would you be willing to take it down if I gave you so much of a credit? And some of them would probably take the money. But some of them might be like, no, I just I want it down. Yeah. Yeah. But you could have maybe asked. Yeah. Yeah. So through these these episodes when we've been talking about, you know, why we should Mm -hmm. why why people should hire, whether buyers or sellers, why you should have a real estate agent. The one recurring theme that keeps keeps coming back around is the money the, the money side well, of it sure. the commission yeah and yet you made a statement that really resonates with me and you said i've never had someone yeah. on the back end after the transaction's done after closing is yeah. finished i've never had someone say you weren't worth it never always they say after they realize what yes. the process actually is yeah. so talk about that and we'll wrap up with yeah that. so 
You know, a lot of sellers on the front side are concerned about the amount of the commissions, obviously. But on the back side of the transaction, I have never, not once, and pray, I pray, I pray this stays forever true, right? But to date, I have never had any seller ever tell me that they felt like I uh, was overpaid for the job I did. Yeah. I've always had people say, you were worth every penny. You were worth I it. I can't believe what a great job you did. We wouldn't have been able to make it without you. They're yeah. bringing me all these special gifts. And we yeah. often will stay friends forever, right? Yeah. Like most of my yeah. clients become friends. And so it is so important for, for us to understand on the front side that when we're negotiating for our own commission, um, we're actually positioning ourselves to be able to help people well. And we will fight even harder for our clients in the long run. And they'll, they'll know it's worth it in the end. So there's there's the bottom line of the whole thing. It's worth it. Yeah, it's so worth why it. should you hire a realtor? Because it's worth it. It's it worth actually it. is. It's yeah, best and it's for dangerous you. not to. It really yeah. is. Yeah. So if you have any questions, any comments, you want to reach out to us, debrewrealty.com. We'd love to hear from you. We're going to keep going. There's a lot more to talk about. Come back, stick with us, subscribe, share, tell your friends about it. And we're going to keep talking about all things real estate.